Hi, I'm Nicola and welcome to the 10th episode of Pause and Play It Forward. Oh, it's quite exciting, double figures, isn't it? Time flies, doesn't it, Rosie, when, when you're having the best time? It does. It absolutely does. Yep, and my name's Rosie and this is Pause and Play It Forward. We're going to be talking our love of music for the next 30 or so minutes and thank you so much for joining us. We love having you to keep us company. We're hoping that we're going to remind you of some songs that you might not have heard of for a little while and then hopefully to introduce you to some new music as well. So you might get a a bit of an old and new experience today. (laughs) And something borrowed, something blue. (laughs) Oh yeah, Blue Lines is coming up actually. Um, (laughs) But yeah, all of the music we play can be found on our Spotify playlists. Just search pause and play it forward. And so, should we start with Music Club? Let's start with Music Club, Rosie, and I'd love you to go first. Could we talk about your album this week, please? I feel like there's lots to say about this. Oh my God, there is. What happens in Music Club is we give each other an album to listen to, we do a bit of homework during the week, and then we come back with our thoughts, feelings, views... Just everything really about it. And I asked you to listen to Blue Lines by Massive Attack. And I'm feeling a little bit sick in my stomach, actually, Nicola, because (laughs) this is my favourite ever album. Um, There's a couple that have come close. I don't really know what to say about it. As I was listening to it this week, I've realised how much a part of me this album is. You know, when I go to when I go to the shop and I pay on Visa, I in my head I go because getting a Visa card nowadays isn't hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, when I'm so deep, like deeply ingrained within you. When I'm on time, which never happens, (laughs) but when I'm on time, I think. I think she's always on time because the girl's got rhythm, which are both quotes from the same song. But um, yeah, so this <laughs> this song this album was released in 1991, but I didn't actually really um, experience it, I suppose, until I was 17. So that was 1993, and my brother and I were sharing a car, and this was the only cassette we had. And I can just remember so much, like being 17, 18, driving in this car and um, listening to Massive Attack. It means freedom and it means, oh, it means so, so much. It's amazing. But now I've set it up. <laughs> you better like it, have you? <laughs> well, let me, I, I did, I really liked it. And Rosie, I'm coming to this feeling slightly embarrassed. I, I feel like not one of the cool kids, which I often feel like that, but I especially feel not one of the cool kids today because I realised that this was one of the albums that kind of passed me by at the time. And so actually oh, listen, listening to it now it, from start to finish has been a really amazing experience because I kind of feel like... I, I feel like I've gone back in time, but having said that, because it still sounds so fresh, it's, it is essentially like listening to a new album. So it's been a really lovely experience of going back, experiencing something from that everybody loves. I know so many people absolutely adore this album. And um, so I feel kind of like, great, I'm in with the cool crowd. Um, but then I also feel like, wow, it's so it's so fresh. It's like listening to something new. I did, re- I did, a, um, I did wonder why it had passed me by. And then I looked at... You were into Nirvana at this age, I weren't was, you? I was, and I looked at, at what else was out when this album was um, released and Madonna's The Immaculate Collection was released, so I believe was, that yeah. may have been... <laughs> that may have been where Your my focus. musical interest would have been... Uh, yeah, would have been focused towards. Um, but I... Yes, I, I love... I absolutely was just transfixed by this album from start to finish. I, I have enjoyed listening to it so much. It's been possibly one of my favourite music clubs so far because um, 
I've become so immersed in it that I've listened. I listen to. I've listened to it all the time, and I've really got to love it. And it's great because it's a, fit, a bit like listening to something for the first time, even though it's part of so many people's musical collection. I feel a bit like I've just. I'm just entering newly into it, but in a good way. As I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I, I know that it was like it's one of those albums. It's like. You know, it's got all of these accolades, like music mm. of the millennium, like tw- greatest album of all time. You know, it's in the 500 greatest albums of all time. It's, you know, it just is so loved by so many people, isn't it? So, And it's yeah. it's deserved as well. You know, yeah. sometimes you listen to something and you're like, nah. Yeah, yeah not for <laughs> don't me. Know how that got, don't know how that got in. <laughs> uh, but this is, for me, it's it's just perfection. I can't, but I can't, I can't say anything that I don't like. Right, so I was trying to find... I was trying to think of what my favourite song is and I was doing that thing where it was like, this one, no, 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 this one, no, 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 this one. So I was trying to work out which one my least favourite song is. Yeah. And I've got some that I don't like as much as others, but my least favourite song, and this is going to sound really pathetic, my least favourite song is the last one because it means the album's over. Because yeah. it's such, it's it's such a, it's, oh, this song, this album, um, I can listen to it and it's, I find it distracting. So say I'm in the car, I can listen to it and it'll be a really lovely, like, you know, time that I'm spent listening to it actively. But it, throughout university, it was the album that I used to listen to in order to do all my um, homework and, and dissertation and oh, stuff like that. That as makes well, sense, because yeah. it's quite background music as well I mean I think that I probably know this album a bit better than you as well because it was part of the Bristol scene and I was living in Bristol at the time you know I thought of you instantly Rosie obviously it sounds obvious because when I was um, reading up on it um, doing a little research about it research (laughs) klaxon Um, I did a bit of research the first thing you know it's the Bristol collective I just the Bristol connection completely understood it and I was like of course you're gonna of course you're going to love it. It's you know, how it feels sometimes when I hear London songs. You know, we talked about Sort last week and, you know, we were talking a little bit about the London thing and you sort of feel this uh, connection to it immediately. So, yeah, of course, of course I thought of you as soon as I read about it. It's really funny as well because you might not um, get this, but there's a few points when Tricky is... Uh, speaking in, in his Bristolian accent comes through and it's like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's lovely. Well <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Okay, just reading around it, I like to read about, is it Daddy G, one of the guys, yeah. uh, Grantley Marshall, talking about the making of the album and um, Rosie, you and I talked about our adoration in, for Naina Cherry, obviously. We're big Naina Cherry fans. Yes. And, and she yeah, and I didn't Kicked realize. them into she action, kept, didn't absolutely. she? No, I, I didn't no actually. Idea. I missed that again. You know, too busy listening to uh, Like a Prayer over and over <laughs> uh, 20 times um, in my bedroom. What about standout tracks? So you were saying that the last track was probably your least bec- uh, because it is over. It's so difficult. It's like choosing your favourite child, uh, which obviously you can't do because that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right. You are going to think I'm really weird, but Unfinished Sympathy is in my, might be my in my top one of all time favourite songs, but it's definitely in my top five. Um, it's uh, but weirdly, my favourite song on the album is Five Man Army. So it's weird because mm. if you take them out of the album, Unfinished Sympathy is just perfection. But but 
in yeah. when I'm listening to the album, I always really look forward to Five Man Army coming on. And funnily enough, Five Man Army, and then it's into Unfinished Sympathy. So it's like it's like it get you know it's like two songs that are like mm, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. So Unfinished Sympathy, that's the track that I, I knew because it was everywhere. Mm. And obviously the video, you literally, I literally can't stop watching that video. And it's so memorable, isn't it? So, you know, that, that, that is the one track that I do remember really clearly and still listen to. But, and the two uh, people snogging that she walks past. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we talked about Salt last week where listening to it is a bit like walking down the street. It's kind mm. of like that, isn't it? You just see stuff going on around you. And, um, but I also like Five Man Army. And I really like One Love with Horace Andy on vocals Um, and oh I didn't realise as well Be Thankful and I didn't realise that I knew that song already William Devon yeah yeah and there was also an omar version you know um oh the god there was singer. wasn't there yeah I forgot omar did it yeah did he do with, it with angie stone it was with um erica badu with eric because they obviously right. um and i and i did because i love that song i might stick that on the playlist rosie for this week as well if that's all right because i like their version and then when i listened yeah. to the one on the massive massive attack album i was like oh another great version of it really different um so yeah, yeah. I just so enjoyed listening to this. I felt like it took me to just a different place and I couldn't work out whether I was going back in time or going forward in time. That sounds really weird. I, I, I know that sounds weird. I couldn't place it. It's, it's almost futuristic, but it's also quite nostalgic. It's a really interesting sound and so testament to how clever they are. Yeah, it's really weird, isn't it? Because for me, the music still sounds really fresh, but I don't know if that's because I'm coming at it every time like it's 1993 do you know you know and um yeah uh yeah I yeah I just I'm I'm so pleased you like the album and I'm so pleased that you have it um now as part of your musical lexicon because I I do I do it's um I think it's also just a really really important album there's some serious issues that are being um talked about but the music is just so good and so catchy that you you don't realise that it's actually, you know, quite serious. It seeps into your consciousness, doesn't it? Perhaps mm. without you even realising it. So the message comes comes across really powerfully. Weirdly, it's a little bit like your choice for this week, the title track of your album choice, which um, should we quickly round up? And I think it was just a double thumbs up from everyone on uh, Massive Attack, wasn't it? Is there anything else you want to say? Oh, double, absolutely. No, I think that's it, Rosie. Uh, just to say thank you, because I... <laughs> It passed me by. It passed me by at the time, and I'm glad that I've had the chance to read, uh, a kind of rediscover it or discover it properly for the first mm. time. So, yeah, a absolutely brilliant recommendation. Oh, there's so much more I Loved could say. It. I could probably do a whole four-hour podcast on Massive Attack and Blue Lines <laughs> in particular, but that, I think, might be a bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a special edition. You can do a special... You can do, like, an offshoot. Rosie talks massive attack. <laughs> let's you can do, do Madonna it. and yeah, Five Star. I can, <laughs> I can do massive attack and Carol King. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, born in the USA. This was weird for me because I was listening as a 45-year-old instead of a nine-year-old or whatever I was when it came out. Um you know, I was, I was kind of doing the whole born in the USA thing. And then I was like, hang on, these lyrics, 
these lyrics, uh, these aren't positive lyrics, actually. <laughs> and I had to listen to it a couple of times, yeah. born in the USA, and then look at the lyrics online, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. But it got... It got kind of used as the from by the by uh, Ronald Reagan and like the right wing kind of um, uh, political movement at yes, the time. Absolutely, because they they kind of misunderstood what it was about, didn't they? They did completely, absolutely. That if there's one word that sort of springs to mind when I think about this a bit deeply, it's misunderstood, isn't it? Because it came across yeah. as you know, born in the USA. Uh, you know, the chorus gives a feel of such a patriotic, positive kind of anthem. It's really anthemic, but the lyrics are so also, different. You know, you know, jeans, jeans, and a white t-shirt yeah. in front of a, a flag on the cover. That's pretty patriotic. It as is well, isn't absolutely. It? And I didn't. Again, when you, as you said, Rosie, you listen to the lyrics and you listen a bit deeper. It's the, it's diff, It's not about what we might think it is. It's about the difficulties and. Um, kind of like what's that word marginalization of working class vets like vietnam veterans and totally different and have you know the whole ship how hard it was to return to the country and because the cover also read about the cover it's an annie is it lieber i never know how you pronounce her surname that annie Liebowitz. Liebowitz, yeah mm. that image is so striking but i'd read that because of the way he's standing you know obviously he's back he's got his back to you you know the, the viewer and his his bum and stuff but it a lot of people thought Weeing he was on the American flag, like, yeah, urinating yeah, yeah. on the flag, <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't. So you look on, you know, an album of just a few like tracks is sort of it. There's so much uh, discussion mm. around it, which I thought was really good. But um, I, yeah, I. Oh, what did you think of having listened to it all the way through? How, how did it make I you feel? I just loved it. I loved. I loved being able to actually kind of consume it it's it's another one of those albums like in the 80s and that you know was it seven or eight songs were were singles yes that's so right, i knew yeah. loads i knew loads of them already even though i hadn't actually listened to the album they're just really really good songs aren't they aren't like they? really good songs aren't they so and, good yes and it's like it's like double winner because they've got brilliant tunes that you can't like you can't stop yourself from like clicking your fingers to or like doing yeah. a bit of a dance to uh, but then the the stories are also really really catchy yeah you know the the song bobby jean it's like i'm 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 as gutted as he is that they've lost touch yes you know yeah i like bobby jean yeah bobby jean's really weird because when it starts i'm like oh i love this song and then it actually starts and i think no i don't because it's about someone not you know not being able to see their friend again yeah you know like yeah. it's just like oh yeah. no actually, i don't like this one <laughs> is, is that is that your favorite one or i, I got... had to really think about my favorite one i really like um cover me and I really like I'm on fire because I think his voice just sounds yeah. just amazing. And it's been covered loads of times as well, hasn't it? Um, Tori Amos did a cover of it. I, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. You really? Just check out. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that one and Dancing in the Dark are my two favourites. Oh, Dancing in the Dark is I, it is my ultimate favourite because I don't know if you remember Rosie, but when I was the reason I asked you the reason why this album popped into my head is because recently I was in a restaurant. Um, yeah. 
with my with my family and this song came on the playlist and I was talking to you about how it was almost like everybody was kind of full of electricity mm. and kind of sat up and started dancing um, and, and doing something like clicking their fingers or dancing or smiling and or, and it made me realise that like some songs are just so good that they kind of transcend age mm. because you, there was like a little girl singing and smiling with her mum because I thought oh I bet they play this at home mm. kind of thing and then there was my husband and I having a little laugh about you know that we knew this song and um it just made me realize it's such a great song and do you know what i love about this song i love the lyrics um because i this is this is probably the one song where i do know all the words whereas not so much with the others and uh, some of it just makes me think of me um i love it when he goes i i ain't nothing but tired man i'm just tired and bored with myself <laughs> that's how i feel at the moment do you know the context of the song i had a little look and what happened is they were about to release the album and then bruce springsteen's manager said there's not a hit on this there's not a hit on this you need to go and write something else and bruce springsteen got really really chinny about it and went away <laughs> and overnight wrote this song and and basically right. it means you're trying to get creativity out of me but there is no you know but but you can't force it there is nothing left for right. me to give well that's that's my intuition looking at the context now and then re-looking at the lyrics again that's kind of my interpretation of it I'm not sure if that's that makes sense so <laughs> I can see that actually and he's just because uh, I, like I said I really like the lyrics of this and he does sound a bit naffed off yeah. doesn't he but he sounds full of fire yeah. like yeah I can see that now as if someone's really na- like yeah, I'll, g- I'll give you something. All right, then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. And then it becomes like this amazing hit. And, and some of it is like, um, I'm sick of sitting around here trying to write this book, you know. Mm. Oh, I just I love all the things that it, it evokes. And love the video. We briefly talked about the video last week with Courtney Cox. Mm. Um, she looks so it, young. Being plucked from the audience. She looks so young. And that unmistakable 80s dance, yeah. you know, from the video where it's kind of shoulders and... <laughs> Lifting one arm high in the air and then the other arm high in the air. <laughs> But no, apparently he was, she didn't really want to be the one chosen because it could have been one of a few and he thought that it was just a fan. Oh my God, I know more about this than you. I can't believe it. Rosie, this is amazing. It's like a role reversal. It's like, are we in some kind of time warp? (laughs) Are we in an alternate universe? Usually I'm going, I like it because it makes me feel good. And you're like, well. This (laughs) Let me get my 1,700 pages of notes out and tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> you, this week you are pumped full of trivia. I absolutely love it. I, I just, I'm, just, I'm just sitting here just soaking it all up. I'm, I'm loving all this stuff. It's brilliant. The video was supposed to be the three friends um, were like getting ready to go out and stuff, but they cut all of that out. Um, and um, and so, so she thought that it could have been one of any of them, but he was told that it was her and he was a bit, again, a bit chinny because he um, thought that she was an actual fan. So he thought that, you know, not an actress. Right, um, I see. Yeah. God, amazing. I've got one fact. I promise this is my only fact about this album is that, that um, and Rosie, you might know this already, but there were so many, there were so many songs recorded for this album, like yeah, 70, 70, I think. yeah. 70, and then they had to obviously you know not not all of them made the final cut one of them that didn't make the cut was pink cadillac which was then recorded um, yeah covered by so it did make the b-side of dancing in the dark i think but then it was um 
yeah, Natalie Cole a few years later. So mm. if it's okay, I'm going to stick that on the p- playlist as well. Oh, I love that song. I, I love, love that Natalie song. Cole, actually. Me too, me too. So I, I thought that was, that's, I think that's the only fact I've got about this. <laughs> I've let myself down for this this uh, episode. So how does it make you feel? Oh, um, it makes me feel it makes me feel happy. I know that sounds a bit basic. It, it does make me happy, despite all the things we've talked about with it being some some tricky subjects that are covered. It does make me feel happy. Um, it makes me feel nostalgic. Um, it makes me feel. I just think it's really good music. It's that, that's really simplistic. It's just really good music. And I thoroughly enjoy it from start to finish. And I, I think it's very timeless. And, you know, we've talked about how much we really like Bruce Springsteen. And um, I did think of you, actually, because um, there's a podcast um, with him. Um, it's called Renegades, Born in the USA. And it's Bruce Springsteen and... Um, Barack Obama and they talk about their lives music their love of America despite its challenges and I thought that now that is a partnership and a half isn't it yeah. Bruce Springsteen and Barack Obama, Obama. yeah so um, two crushes oh yeah big <laughs> I've got all giggly. I've got all sort of like <laughs> massive. Me- can't, yeah, I can't ever, I can't ever imagine meeting either of them because I know I would just go like. <laughs> I really like you. Get really giggly and just not say anything. Just stare at them for ages. <laughs> yeah, not massive. Be able to speak because my tongue would suddenly become like bigger than my actual mouth, <laughs> and I'd have no spit. <laughs> Ah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, what a what a powerhouse I'm gonna, partnership. I'm listen to that this week. I didn't know about that. Yeah, no, I did. It popped up on my uh, um, my feeds when I was doing some research about uh, dancing in the dark. But yeah, um, I, I'm so glad you also love this album. It's it's. I think we've come up with some t- two absolutely brilliant albums this week, if I may say so. Yeah, I think myself. so as well. Yeah. What's your choice for next week? I'm so excited. I'm excited but nervous because I think, oh, I haven't made a... How can I How can I sort of possibly come back with something as good as Massive Attack? But I've gone for another um, newbie this week. So we're coming out of 1980... Or was it 1980... 1984? And we're Five? coming... Yeah, yeah 1984. 84 and 1991. And we're coming into uh, 2021. And it's um, an artist called Emma Jane Thackeray. And the album's called Yellow. She's a Yorkshire-born... Uh, oh, she's loads of things. She plays the trumpet. She's a producer. She's a singer. She's a DJ. And um, her stuff is uh, kind of 70s jazz fusion. But some of them are really dancey as well. And um, I saw... I discovered her when I saw a clip of her on... Um, later with Jules Holland. And she performed this track called Say Something, which I was quite taken by. And, yeah, this album came out recently, so I'd love you to listen to that to see what you think. I've never listened to it. I've only heard Say Something. I've never listened to any other tracks on the album. And what about you, Rosie? What's your one? Well, um, I've done something that I vowed I would never do, which obviously I then always do when I do that. I've gone for a best-of album, right? Now... I need to put that into context because what I really wanted to do was listen to some ELO. I don't know if you like the Electric Light Orchestra, but this is one of those bands that are part, and again, part of my kind of musical heritage. You know, my my dad and I used to listen to it. Uh, We listened to 
Um, my dad had a, one of the albums that was released, I think, in 1976, which was A New World. Um, and I really, really remember the cover and it was really battered where I used to listen to it so much. So I love all of the songs on that. But then that doesn't include things like Mr. Blue Sky and uh, Shining... It's not called... Is it called Shine a Little Love? But the lyrics are You're Shining Love on My Life, um, which is a song that my mum wants at her funeral. So that you know, so there's like ELO are quite a big deal to our family. That sounds it, yeah, yeah. And so I didn't want, I, di- I didn't, I, I didn't want to miss out any songs. So I thought, right, I've just got to go for a best of, you know, compilation. And then I looked, and there's loads and loads of like, because their their back catalogue is like immense immense i can imagine yeah Yeah. and so um there was one released in 2005 um and it's called all over the world the very best of electric light orchestra and that has only got 20 songs on (laughs) (laughs) so i thought that was a little bit more doable than um than the you know like four disc sets that were released in in the 70s I mean, that would be literally, that was, that's homework and a half, isn't it? I mean, I would do it, I would do it, but this sounds but also, great. also, you're, you're no loads of the I'm songs. I'm really excited so. about this, Rosie, I'm not just saying this. ELO is a band I know, but not that well, quite honestly. But I think even you just saying some of the track names, I do know them. Brilliant. Excellent. But I think this is really brilliant. Uh, we've got something from 20... 21 and then stuff from like basically the 70s 80s and 90s absolutely we're covering all decades this this time around (laughs) (laughs) excellent i'm really looking forward to listening to that honestly um i mean really intrigued so great choice rosie thank you excellent excellent and thanks for forgiving me for doing a best of what this is me you're talking to i absolutely love a best of Love a best of. I love a best of. I, it doesn't. I don't think best ofs get under your skin like a normal album no, does. Absolutely. But, I, I completely. It doesn't. But yeah, I still love it. I, I feel the same, and it makes me think of the Alan Partridge um, sketch. Have you seen that one? Someone says, "I watch your best U two album." I think it's that. I'm probably misquoting it, but it's something like, "What's your best U two album?" And he goes, "The best of U two or something like that." I'm probably totally. Yeah, like why would it be anything <laughs> else? Yeah, I'm totally misquoting that. Oh, so top five, top five. It came to me in a flash of inspiration and we decided to do mirrors and reflections and things like that, didn't we, for this week's we top did. five? We did, And Rosie, this was your theme. I take no credit for this one at all. Um, you're, you often indulge me and you say that I come up with them, but you come up with some cracking themes and I thought this was a really interesting one. Uh, I was laughing, kind of laughing to myself, given that there's absolutely no way that I would look in a mirror at the moment. Mirrors, I'm not looking in one for fear that it will smash. I know, I do need to look in the mirror more. Um, a few <laughs> years ago, I, I uh, took the kids to the park and I must must have told you this before, we were having some proper rough and tumble at the park and it was brilliant, you know, and we were having a, a good old, like, you know, like lush. You know, when you're like, you're throwing them over your shoulder and rolling around <laughs> and it was really lovely. Anyway, we were on our way back and I looked down and I had a vest top on and the vest top had gone underneath one of my boobs so you could see <laughs> my bra, right? And, uh... I said to the kids, kids, uh, why didn't you tell me that my top had my top had come down? And they said, oh, no, you came downstairs this morning looking like that, so oh. we thought it was deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, it, this was like four o'clock in the afternoon, so I'd, 
I'd basically been exposing been exposing my boob, my broad boob, to the world for eight hours without knowing. I love that without knowing. Oh, that is brilliant. So yeah, I don't look in the mirror that often, but having said that, this was such a good this is a great theme. I also found it quite tricky. Oh my god. It's the I've, first week I've struggled quite honestly, although I have been able to come up with some, I've I've just about some, been able to come up with just five. about I scraped through yeah. this one. Not and a it, bad it, thing though, because it made me really think about it. It's a good it's a good one. And there were some that I could have used, but I didn't really know them very well, and I didn't really like them. Um, and do, do you know what I mean? And, and but there was, there was, I was like, there's definitely a Justin Timberlake song about oh, mirrors. Yeah, there it isn't is. mirrors, right? I was like, it isn't mirrors. It goes, take a look in the mirror, right? And I was like, it definitely says that. It definitely says, take a look in the mirror. You know, like, da, da, da. which one is it? Which one is it? And I, I've listened to like about five thousand. Blooming Justin Timberlake songs, who I ordinarily think is fantastic, but you know when you're like, no, this isn't the right song. I totally agree. And yeah, I then agree. I realised, then I realised that my brain was replacing Crimea River with "Take a Look in the Mirror." <laughs> well, Rosie, you say that, right? Honestly, I, mirrors. It didn't. Fit, it didn't go into my top five. Mirror, no, mirror, is me, it no. mirrors by Justin Timberlake? But that song is to me is Crimea River. It's the same, like I, I remember reading a lot of people think it just sounds the same because I love Crimea River. It just sounds so similar. So mirrors by mm-hmm. JT and Crimea River, they sort of blend into one, don't they? Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know when you're like, no, this isn't it. This isn't the song I'm thinking of. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so. But what's your oh. number five then? So my number five is Objects in the Mirror by Mac Miller. Um, I didn't realise actually that it's Pharrell produced. Uh, so anything, anything with Pharrell's, you know, yeah. Uh, Work, Everything magic, he touches is always yeah, that's, to the, gold, that's the it? phrase I was trying to think of. Anything he touches turns to gold. So I really like this. It's a bit jazzy, um, and it's from the album Watching Movies with a Sound Off. I just really like this track. It wasn't an obvious one. Um, it didn't sort of immediately spring to mind when I when I gave it a bit of thought. Um, I just really like this song. Again, did not much to say other than great, another great Mac Miller tune. So Objects in the Mirror by Mac Miller. Cool. Okay, my um, mine is Ellie Golding Mirrors. Uh, yeah, do you remember that one? I yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. I don't have anything to say about it apart from I struggled and I quite like this song. <laughs> and it's got the red mirror in it. Exactly. <laughs> that's really. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a great. Um, okay, my number four is Mirror Talk by Griff. Um, so is my know- number four. Ah. Oh, Where's yeah. that symbol or that noise? Ding! Yeah. Match. Um, I really like Griff. Do you like Griff? I really like Griff. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I do. Um, have you listened to her mixtape? It's like the thing no, that really one good? foot in front of the other. I haven't listened to it yet. I've been waiting for it to... It sounds a bit, a bit stalkery. I've been waiting for it to come out for a while because I've... You know, she's released a few bits and pieces, EPs and stuff. And um, she was the Brit rising star, was it she, at the Brit mm. Awards? Um so she's caught my attention, but I've not I've not listened to the uh, I've not listened to one foot in front of the other yet. But I like mirror talk. I like the lyrics. Um, it's like yeah, it's like giving yourself a bit of a pep talk, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Come on, girl, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we've got a match on number four, mirror talk by Griff. Match on number four. Isn't it weird that we quite often have them in the same uh, place? Absolutely. As well yeah. As... It is. We're starting to feel. We're starting to get in sync a bit, Rosie, aren't we? We're sort of like fl- yeah. Towards the... Our periods. Yeah. Start, absolutely. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my number three then is the beat mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. 
I do. You know that, I've got that on my. Uh, how do we? How do we set on my long, long list? list. Uh, the beat. Um, Mirror in the bathroom is on my notable mentions. Uh, yes, it's, it's really trippy. It's all like slightly psychedelic. Yeah, that really. I'm glad actually. I'm glad you put it in your top five because I was arming and ahhing. Um, what What do you like about that? You know, when like I don't know if this happens to you as well, but I'm. You know, over the seven days that we're thinking about it, I'm like, I'm sure there's a song about a mirror in a bathroom. And, you know, you can hear it go, mirror in a bathroom. And then and then what happens is it kind of, it's like it, it, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger in your head over a few days. And then you finally end up Googling the right thing. And then, and then, and then suddenly it's like, yes, that's the song I've been singing. And, and so that, that's just what happened with, um, with Mirror in the Bathroom. Yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. What, what about you? What's your number three? My number three is um, Shattered Image by Dolly Parton. I love Dolly. You know, we don't. We both talked about our love for um, ever, never ending love for Dolly. She's quite hurt by the sort of figurative stone throwing about people saying mean things to her and stuff. And so she did what she does really well when she dresses feelings. She wrote a song about it. So it's, uh, mm. yeah, the world is cruel and people are cold. They shatter my image with the rocks they throw. So, oh, it's a bit sad, but actually when you listen to it, it's not that, it's actually still lovely. So Shattered Image by Dolly Parton. And Rosie, what's your number two? Um, my number two is Velvet Underground and Nico, I'll Be Your Mirror. Do you like yes, Velvet Underground? I do, I do. And I nearly put this one in my top five and I was umming and ahhing and faffing about and mm. I decided not to, but I'm glad because it was in my, my long list. Long list. Yeah. yeah. What's your so. number two? My number two is, um, it's actually, it hasn't got mirror in the title, but it's Me, Myself and I, De La Soul, um, <gasps> yes. from Three Feet High and Rising. Oh my God. We need, I need a separate episode about De La Soul, by the way, because I'm such a massive fan of this album. But the reason it just always, is because whenever I hear mirror, I won't even attempt to do the, the style of Dove, I think the guy's name is. Um, mirror, mirror on the wall, tell me mirror what is wrong. Can it be my Dela clothes or is it just my Dela soul? So yeah. when I just hear mirror, it just is like instantly mirror, mirror yeah. on the wall. Uh, so yeah. yeah, me, myself, and I by uh, Dela oh, soul. Brilliant choice. Brilliant choice. And so number one, my number one is Reflections by the Supremes. Yay! Me too. Oh. That's my number one. <laughs> God, it makes it so much easier when you, uh, when you and I get the same. <laughs> that's that's two matches on one episode. Oh, Again, that in, makes, a row, yeah, in a row. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Um, I found it difficult to articulate just why I love this song because it's, you know, what do you even say? It's just an absolute bank, Motown classic. Yes. I mean, the Supremes costumes as well, they need a nod as well, don't they? Because oh, they so they gorgeous. just looked fantastic. And, oh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree. And Diana Ross is such a, oh, you know, it's a really hackneyed term, but she's such a legend. She's legendary. And their voices are so gorgeous. And, yeah, yeah. I love this. This is my instant mirrors reflection track. You know, yeah. there's one that immediately Same. come to mind. So. Same. Um, and and man and man in the mirror as well, but I hate that song so much that it just couldn't go into the top five. I know. I, I was so pleased that you didn't choose. That it was song. in my head, but it didn't feature <laughs> in anything. So um, yeah, it was really difficult. And I think the next one's going to be difficult as I've well. I've got a few, but I still need to 
uh, I need to look into it a bit more. But yeah, so next week's is jealousy, which is a good one. But should we yeah. should we should we whittle down our, our final five? Then? Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. I forgot well, about that. Um, we got we got two matches, haven't we? So yeah, so we've got reflections, the Supremes, and Mirror Talk by Griff. Excellent. Um, and I don't mind dumping Ellie Golden. What about if we include? It's our first day, La Soul. Um, yes, I was hoping you'd say that. And and actually, should we dump Dolly? Because yeah. I reckon she's going to come up again. I know we Me keep too. saying that about like Madonna and a few others as well, but that isn't that isn't necessarily her best. I agree. I, I agree. It's yeah. it's worth a mention, but not necessarily in the top five. Rosie, I'm totally happy to include the your, your two. More, more than happy. Uh, no, mirror no. in the bathroom. No. Um, yeah, I do really. I really like both of the songs, and I don't know if I can choose between them. But I will choose between them if you'd also like Mac Miller to go in. Um, well, should we put Mac Miller in just to, and then as a, yeah. as, and then a number five um, between Velvet Underground and the Beat. So I like them both. So you te- you tell me what what's winning for you out of the two that you've chosen. Do you know? I think let's go with the beat and mirror in the bathroom. Excellent. Oh, this is a great top five. Yeah, there's more. I think there's more songs that I love from the Velvet Underground that could go in future top. So fives. I think then our final top five is Reflections by Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yeah, we've got Mirror Talk by Griff. Yeah. We've got Me, Myself and I by De La Soul. We've got yeah. Objects in the Mirror by Mac Miller. And yeah. we've got Mirror in the Bathroom by The Beat. Yep. That's a great top five. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay. The tracks that didn't make the top five and all the other tracks that we've spoken about in episode 10 will also go onto the Spotify playlist. Thanks for spending the last half an hour or so with us I know it's never half an hour is it it's always more than that because we can't stop talking but um it's always lovely to know you're there and we love receiving all of your feedback uh, via our website also on Instagram and Twitter Jeff if you just search pause and play it forward you'll find us and it would be lovely to know you're listening absolutely and if you'd like to comment on the current albums in our music club so we have Bald in the USA by Bruce Springsteen and Blue Lines by Massive Attack um, do get in touch with us we'd love to know your thoughts and feelings on it or if you have any additions to the top five theme this week which was Mirrors and reflections we'd love to hear your interpretation of the theme as well so do get in touch via any of our socials and it's always good to hear what you think about our future music clubs as well so that's emma jane thackeray and yellow and also we've got all over the world the very best of electric light orchestra and that was the uh, best of compilation released in 2005 so yeah always love to hear your thoughts uh, your views and your suggestions if you like this podcast please tell all your music loving mates and like subscribe and follow us on all of our pause and play it forward socials this has been a prolap media production 